so does that mean that like Santa, uh, because of all of us believing in Santa, that that then he is in fact real and. Hey, Pierce here. This video is sponsored by Raid Shadow. I'm just kidding. There is no sponsorship. But now that I have your attention, each Wednesday I host Street Epistemology Practice on Discord at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. On January 6th at 6 p.m., I will be co-hosting a practice session with Autumn from Notes with Autumn. Links are in the description. Hello. Very nice to meet you finally. Um, yeah. Uh, um, let's see. I'm very new to this, so I don't know um, what um, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, you'll figure it out along the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, it's up to you. Whatever claim, uh, if you have a claim that you'd like to talk about, we can discuss it and discuss your reasons why you believe it. Because that's fun for me. I hope it's fun for you. Um. Yeah. Totally. Um. So first, I can we get a definition straight? Like, what is belief? Like, you know, because I think for me, belief is more like, I think that it's very likely that rather than um, I know for a fact it is. Okay. Um, I think I share the same definition of, of belief. Um, something that you believe to be true. Something, um, yeah, um yeah, I got it. That's cool. As long as, as long as, as long as no one's mistaking me for thinking that this is absolute fact, I'm saying this is fact, and anyone who doesn't believe it is stupid. <laughs> no, it's, it's um, you know, there's things that we believe, and there's reasons why we believe them. Doesn't uh, right. I mean, belief obviously, especially if you don't have empirical evidence, it's you know, right. it's based on something. You know, it's either based on facts and evidence, or it's based on something. So that's right. that's just the 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 mystery, okay. the fun part okay. of, uh, yeah. I believe that, um, I believe that every God of every religion likely exists. I believe that everything that is possible, um, exists. And, um, I believe that we are all like part of God. So like, if you see God as a big whole, it is, it is the, the combination of all things that exist that have any kind of consciousness. And I think that probably everything has some kind of consciousness, at least some level of consciousness. And that within God, all of the things that are possible exist. <laughs> okay. Uh, it looks like Dolly typed that up there. Does that look... Uh... Oh, I, I'm not seeing any. Oh, oh I can't. Be. I can't. Yeah. Okay. Every every god of every religion likely exists. All possible yeah. things exist, and we are all part of God. There you go. That's great. Okay. Um, let's see. So when you say let's let's just take the first one, if you could, if we may. Okay. Uh, every god of every religion likely exists. Um, are you saying that? that every single God that's ever been spoken, uh, does exist, has existed, still exists. Um, at least has existed. Um, maybe it's like an American gods thing. I don't know if you've ever read American gods or watched American gods. Um, but that the idea is that 
the more people worship or give their energy to the deity, the stronger and more alive they are. So I think I think that's probably pretty pretty close. We cause those things to exist. And as long as we believe they exist, they exist. Um, so are you saying that they, if we will, like we will them into being, like if we say, and is it in our, are you saying that if we will them into being, it is in a objective way, like, like it truly does exist or it exists in our imagination or what do you mean exists? Um, yeah, I think probably both. Um, I think, I believe that, that there's good reason to believe that, that uh, as far as physics con are concerned, <laughs> that everything exists. Um, so I do think that it's, it's kind of contradicting, isn't it? I think both, because I think that the universe is that big. So I think that we can will something into existence in another dimension, another universe, another set of reality. Um, and I think that maybe those things that we willed into existence are personifications of actual things that actually exist. So if we have like Zeus, you know, he is not necessarily Zeus, but he and all of the similar gods that are like Zeus are the personification of this father god. Right. Okay. And that that's an aspect of, of him and that literally exists. Yeah. Um, you said that, that we can will things into being uh, in whether this dimension or another dimension. Um, and it seems like you're saying that the more energy, the more, um, the more thought, and energy put into it, the more real it becomes or, or the more likely it has of becoming real. Mm -hmm. um, and does this happen for, when you said everything or, or, or everything can exist, every possible thing. So, so it's not just for gods. It's not just gods that you can think up. And um, so what are, what are other things that you could? Um, Fairies. Okay. Uh, monsters, ghosts, um, anything. I mean, not necessarily in our physical dimension, but in another universe that has similar but different um, laws of physics. Hmm. So if you, are you saying like, if you think of a, 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 a monster here, it would be created in a different universe? If you, if, enough people if it has enough power behind it so like take for instance santa claus okay? okay santa claus started off being kind of an elf and he was seen as tall and skinny he was not necessarily a good guy he was he was part of the fae he was a fairy he was an elf and then he was kind of morphed together with saint nicholas and with odin and then later on transformed by coca-cola to become jolly old saint nick right so okay. he has, we have watched him become more and more and more real in our, in our lives on earth because we bring him into our house, we sing songs to him, <laughs> we leave cookies and milk out for him. And so he is very powerful God in that sense. So, 
so he comes into being, comes into existence because of all of the energy and thought about it. Does that, and, and you said that that means, so does that mean that like Santa, uh, because of all of us believing in Santa, that, that then he is in fact real and does he- That's because we believe, we don't have to believe in him. We just have to, we just have to indulge him. Hmm. We have to give him space in our lives. We have to, you know, we basically sing his praises every year. And that gives him power. Okay. Or the entity that has is wearing his face. So it's not necessarily actually Santa Claus. It is that elf from the very beginning. It is it is a spirit that has taken on the persona of Santa Claus and gotten more and more and more and more powerful. So the persona evolves. It's not necessarily the, the skinny elf that it used to be. Um, okay. Right. Um, Fay hmm. propaganda. What did, what did you say? Fay propaganda. Fay propaganda. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, what about, it makes me think, uh, like, what about, do you think that we could will Spider-Man into being? Because, I mean... Yeah, Spider-Man exists I wonder, for sure. I wonder, I wonder if we've already <laughs> created him in another universe and he's already there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, the the old Norse gods that have been given new life through Marvel, um, they just change and got more powerful and take on new roles. Well, I, I, I see how you're saying that they definitely become a part of our lives and, and a part of our culture and our reality. Um, I'm just, can you help me, help me understand though, how they actually become uh, real, how they, you know, like I'm, well, I, I'm thinking of the Polar Express and Tinkerbell. Right. right. <laughs> you know? Like if you have, if you believe like. Um... Well, here I have, okay. So talking about, there's two parts. There's, there's a part that I can make a good scientific argument for. And that is that everything that can exist does exist. There's a, um, what was his name? Anthony Aguirre. He's a cosmologist. He was, I saw him on a, there's a Netflix show called A Trip to Infinity. And he gives a really great example in a thought experiment, which is <clears throat> if you have a perfect box, it's like a vacuum, nothing gets in or out. And you put an apple in that box and you leave it for infinity. You'll watch that apple, you know, disintegrate into a bunch of pieces until it eventually becomes photons. And at some point when you open up the box, it'll be an apple again. In fact, it will be every incarnate, incarnate, whatever the word is, everything it could possibly be with its limited atoms. So it is finite. So in infinity, it has to be, because you can't destroy or make energy. So in infinity, it has to be everything it can be because it can't go away. So um, that is the part that I think gives a good kind of, credence to the idea that everything that can exist does exist. Second is the idea that we that we actually create these gods and that these gods are real and they're really out there being real entities. And that is something I obviously I can't I, I can't defend uh, scientifically. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think I believe them because I believe it because I've had too many experiences with things I can't so, 
So you said, though, that if if you think about it long enough, like just take the Santa Claus example, mm-hmm. and then it becomes real. There's a point where it goes from the imagination to reality. Mm-hmm. And when it when it does that switch, though, isn't mm-hmm. um, when isn't there something that would make it identifiable that would make it. Um, I'm losing the word that I. <laughs> okay. Uh, detectable i mean um once it becomes real wouldn't it be become detectable maybe that would be a scientific um maybe maybe not yet maybe sometime i mean i think that you know we're not we don't know everything yet but um yeah i mean people have all kinds of things they think they can detect ghosts you know with Mm -hmm. electromagnetic doodads and place or the the all the movement the the connect thing you know they have they have all these kinds of ways they think and you know um i think a lot of them are probably stupid but but i think that maybe there is something i mean i don't think it can't possibly be not detectable i once had a um, a glass fly across the room at my face um, it just lifted up. I watched it lift up and come at my face. And I mean, I can't imagine that something like that can't be detectable if there was someone there to detect it. Well, you detected <laughs> it with your eyes. <laughs> I did. Right? Well, I, I did, right? And so most people will say, oh, well, you just, you know, you have some kind of brain problem. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I, that's a consideration for sure. But, um, I have, you know, for other reasons, I've had big neurological workups and I'm fine. And I have no reason to think that I hallucinated it. So, yeah. Was it a glass glass? I'm just curious. Like that was a glass. It was a glass. It was a glass glass. It was, it it was, do you want to know the story? Do we have time? Okay. (laughs) Okay. So. I, I had um, a roommate who had a friend come over and they played with the Ouija board and this friend was supposedly some kind of Satanist and she's like, I'm going to summon a demon. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, right. And so I guess she summoned a demon. <laughs> I was the only one who refused to put my blood on the darn board. And so um, then weird things started happening, like electrical things, knocking in groups of threes, um, and then all of a sudden, like the air in the house just felt bad. It just felt so bad. Like you're walking through and like the hair on your back, your neck stands up. You just don't feel alone. And anyway, this kept happening over and over again. And um, the last thing that happened was that glass flew at me. And then I moved. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like it, I was, I stayed at friends for a week. And then after that, I was out. So this happened at your house? Yeah. Oh, at a rented house. So uh, so you had people come over and they used the Ouija board in your house and then the things started happening? Were they still, were they all still there? I mean, did they witness? Oh, no, this just happened over like um, a month and a half. Oh, I see. Um, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought it happened like right after they. Oh, no, it just started happening gradually. But there were people like, like people that are atheists who don't believe in anything like that, who would 
the scribe coming into my house and being like, it just feels like dread in here. I just don't want to be in here. And it's not because I'm like that dirty or anything. <laughs> it's because my house was awful. It hmm. was scary. Hmm. Yeah. Um, oops. Um, hmm. Let's see. How, um, Hmm. Give me a second. My brain is working. Really, it is. I'm drawing a complete bank. Mine nothing, nothing going on in here. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Be uh, hard on me. Make me prove it. I can't. I can't prove it. You already said you can't. So um, uh, let's see. Is there um, is there any is there any way that you could attribute any of the things that happened in your house after the um, after the the weird things started happening was there any any explanation at all or the only one i can come up with is some kind of mass hysteria that we the people residing in the house um believe something was going on so we didn't send it to ourselves <clears throat> i don't know are you more inclined to believe in ghosts that throw glasses or like what do they call it Telepathy? No, not telepathy. The thing like Carrie in the movie where you can move things with your mind. Mm, like kinetic something or other. Yeah, that, that yeah. was a big thing back in the early 80s. Everyone thought you could move stuff. Telekinetics, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, are those are those the only two options? I could be lying, but I'm not. I don't think I am. I could, I could be crazy. Mm, but I think there are other people there. I mean, no one else saw the glass be thrown, but other people felt the energy in the house. Other people experienced the electrical issues and the knocking. Hmm. Hmm. Um, if you uh, would you be surprised if you I mean, I don't know if there's a way, but would it surprise you if you learned that that really there were no ghosts and they're like would that be surprising that there was just a uh, natural explanation? I mean, yeah, it would be surprising because that was just one of a bunch of different things that have happened to me. But, um, but I, I'm open to it. Like I used to be a born again Christian. I'm, you know, um, if facts change, I'll change. Mm -hmm. But you have to be able to kind of prove it to me because, like, you know, it's something I experienced. Like I don't expect you to believe it, believe it, because it's an unbelievable thing. You know, like, yeah. how can you believe that unless it happens to you? It's one of those you had to have been there. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So it's the personal experience that is is leading you to that conclusion. Um, right. Yeah. Right. So um, that set me on, like, how do I explain this to myself? And that's how I came up with where I am now. <clears throat> um, let's see. My son, if you hear me in the background. Are you okay? Do you need to go? Oh, yeah. no, no, I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if, uh, let's see. If somebody else. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Let me look over here in my text from my from my teachers. 
Uh, let's see. Here's the question. If, if, uh, if somebody told you a similar story about the experience that you had, mm -hmm. um, what, what do you think you would come to a similar conclusion? I mean, would you, what would you say if somebody told you that this had happened to them? People tell me all the time. Um, I, I believe them. I mean, you know, I, if it's something that is really, really outrageous, I mean, I'm also prone to thinking people are crazy. <laughs> but, um, but you know, my well, friends and, and people that I know aren't aren't uh, too out there. Yeah, I mean, I believe them. People ask me all the time to, you know, for advice and about like getting rid of spirits and stuff. Hmm. Um. Hmm. So it seems like it's uh. Seems like it's a semi um. How important is is the belief to you? How? I mean, it's not important in that, like, I don't. It doesn't matter really if it's true or not true to like what happens in the world. It's important to my personal system because um, it ha I have an emotional connection to it, and it's the, the emotional connection that everything goes on. I think that's the that's the bottom line for humans, right? We know we're going to die, so having this connection to death not being the end is really emotional. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, for all kinds of reasons in my life, you know, not just wanting to, to move, to keep going. So yeah, I mean, I would be sad, I think, but I would expect it if that turned out to be the case. Well, it seems like it's giving you um, happiness and joy and, and meaning. And I mean, it seems- Finality. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. Um, so do you, so do you think that all of everything here on this, that we're living through now, um, do you, I would, do you believe in an afterlife? Does that, so, and hmm, what, uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess it gives more, um, I guess it would give a meaning towards uh, having everything have a purpose. In a, I don't know. know about a purpose. I think it's more like, I think it's more like there was nothing, right? There was nothing. And then nothing became aware of itself. And it was like, what can I do? And so it was like, let's just do all the things I can do because it's what that's what I can do. And that's where we are. We're just part of the things that can happen. So it is happening and it'll happen probably for an eternity. I don't know. There's no such thing as time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't understand that, but it's true. Let's see. Um, okay. Here's something. Thank you, Pierce. Here's something from Pierce. <laughs> Hi, Pierce. Pierce says, um, if Pierce happened to visit your old house, uh, when it was being haunted and he came to a different conclusion on what the cause of the strange occurrences is, uh, how would we know who was right? If he said, oh, this was nothing special. It depends on um, what the cause, what he said the cause is and what his expertise in that is. So say, say he says, well, the glass didn't actually fly at your head. The the, it turns out that the counter was it's crooked, it's not level, the glass fell and then a 
bee flew by <laughs> and shot it up and, and and that's just what happened. And I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess prove to me that the counter isn't level and then give me some kind of expert opinion about that a bee can do that. You know, and then I would believe it. But you know, like if he's like some kind of expert in those subjects. There used to be a show on TV where you had two ghost hunters and one house uh, person who uh, inspects houses, house inspector. And so the, the ghost hunters would look for the ghost and the house inspector would go around the house and be like, no, it's an old house. It's just the electricity. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So I believe it. So if, uh, so you, uh, so both of you having the same experience in the house, you would uh, attribute it to, to what you're attributing it to. And you would not believe him unless he had proof to back up to explain exactly what happened. Uh, with a reasonable doubt. I mean, I'm, I think that it's more likely that there probably isn't a spiritual cause than there is a spiritual cause. So, you know, the burden of proof weighs more on my side than on his side, but it ha it would still have to meet that burden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder how, I wonder how we could prove that it was a spirit. Hmm. I don't like what one of one of those one of those white noise machines. <laughs> Look, I I I talk to them all the time. I I use I use divination in my spiritual practices all the time. And um, you know, there's just no there's no way. It's even when I'm doing it, it is impossible for me to know for a fact that my brain isn't making it up somewhere. I don't think I am. I'm not intentionally doing it with the conscious part of my brain, but it's absolutely possible that my subconscious is doing something. But even so, wow, that's like a whole other subject. Like <laughs> that's a big ball of wax. Mm -hmm. So, do, so when you're speaking to uh, spirits through your div uh, divination and your all the work that you're doing, um, how do you say that? Divination. Divination. Sorry. Um, uh, do they, so do they respond? I mean, are there, do you have questions answered? Do you have things revealed to you? Yeah. Whether it it's depends your own on, brain or not. I mean, are you getting answers? Yes. Yeah. It depends on, on what medium I'm using, but like, um, yeah. Usually it's a, some kind of in the spirit a spirit board Ouija board I use although that's not a really good way to do it but I do um, tarot card uh, I use the pendulum pendulum's the easiest one because I have it to swing you know yes or no and um, you know again it's like I'm holding it there's no way that I can do the pendulum without holding it so it's possible that my fingers are slightly moving causing it to to spin. But I'm holding it as I'm trying as hard as I can not to do that. Mm -hmm. And yet sometimes the reaction is so big and there's no other ambient reason for the swing um, is so big. It's, it's not probable that I'm doing it without knowing it. Hmm. I wonder if there would be a way, do you know, I mean, would there be a way to test whether 
you're doing it or whether it's like coming from your brain. I mean, that would be cool if yeah. all of the things were actually coming from your brain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe if I didn't have to hold it, like I've tried to think mm -hmm. of a way like to have like a bar or something in the wall kind of sticking out where I can mm -hmm. hang the pendulum and maybe a banana rack. Oh, that's a good idea. I wonder. I hang it without it hitting without it hitting the other parts of the. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on that. That might be a good. That might be a good way to see if it if it if it alters any. Right. I mean, it might be a good testable way. Absolutely. I'm. I want to. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'd like to know. <laughs> I would like to know how that how that uh, turns out. All right. It's really interesting. Um, well, let's see, it looks like we're about out of time. Um, I'm sure that I did this haphazardly. <laughs> you can ask Pierce, I'm like, so I'm ADHD and I'm just like very talkative and you have to reel me in. So you just, you have to, you have to keep a leash on me or else I'll just talk. Oh, I, I think you're great. Okay. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I hope I can talk to you again in the future. This was fun. Um, excellent. Thank you so much. I very much appreciate you taking the time. Um, okay, great. Talk to you later. Bye.